September sky Watching as clouds went by We confessed everything to each other Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast where retired people share what they're doing in their retirement to help inspire you to live your best retired life. We are Kurt and Cindy Logedal, your hosts. And today we're going to talk to someone who had a bucket list kind of like you had. He did. This is um, Bob Hall, Nancy Hall, and he got to go to the Masters. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he went to the tournament, but he got to go to the practice round, and even getting on Augusta yeah. is a major feat for a golfer. Yeah, you got to do that with your brother a couple did. years ago. It was fun. We'll probably talk about that in okay. the Okay. Uh, well, first, though, we always start with a life lesson from Kurt's best-selling book called Fix the Problem and Other Life Lessons from a Pragmatic Dad. I really don't know where she gets this best-selling <laughs> stuff, but that's I'm all right. I'm trying to plug it here. <laughs> okay. Never use payday loans, title loans, or gimmicks like that. Oh, that's a good lesson. This kind of borrowing money is just poison. They, uh, I mean, like a title loan. You, le- you leave them your title, they can literally repo it in the middle of the night, oh, steal it legally. Yeah, you, you, I remember when we lived in Texas, there were a lot of those places where it was payday loan, you know, a little, you, it's not a bank. No, it it's, is, it's it not. It is a loan shark. These guys, <laughs> they charge you 300 to 800% interest, and they can take your car back. One of my students says, yeah, my mom works there, and Wednesday is teacher day. Really? And I guess teachers got a small discount, but that's pretty sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't want to get stuck in something like that because it's it's a, a hole you can never get out of. Yeah, it's the hamster wheel. You just can't get out of there. It keeps going and going and growing. Anyway, avoid them. Oh, All right, for sure. let's get on to the show. All right. So today we're talking to Bob and Nancy Hall. First of all, where are y'all coming to us from? We're coming from Hickory, North Carolina. Okay. Ooh, I bet it's beautiful out there. It's uh, beautiful, and also it's far enough south that we can play golf year-round. Oh, yeah. We used to live in Texas, and we could play 365, and that was nice. You'd think my game would have improved, but it didn't. Is it pretty hot <laughs> right now? Oh, it was 90 degrees today, but it's, That's about 90. it's tolerable. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't have the uh, humidity here in the western part of North Carolina because we're up a little higher. And then that you folks have. Okay. Yeah. Here in Iowa, everything's flat. Do you, um, before we get into a lot of the, the interview, do you see a lot of retired people in your area? Uh, yep. Especially uh, folks that we associate with. Okay. As a matter of fact, Hickory was just selected by U.S. News and World Report as one of the top 100 places in the U.S. to uh, live in. Okay, oh, nice. well, that sounds great. Nice, yeah. Okay. So many retirees around here that we know that when we meet somebody from Hickory, it's, whoa, unusual. let's stop, unusual, I'd like to hear your story about what was it like, you know, 50 years ago, whatever. Right. Yeah, for sure. Before the boom, huh? <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so how long have you both been retired, and from what careers? Well, I was mainly a stay-at-home mom, but I did teach uh, preschool for about 12 years. Oh, my. Okay. 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 Well, wow. I stopped doing that in the fall of 2000. All right. And Bob? The Navy put me through college, RTC, uh, at Iowa State University. That's where I met Nancy. And uh, we like the Navy. I noticed we like the Navy so much, we stuck around for 28 years. Oh, wow. 
And then after that, um, I taught high school mathematics and did some other things. Uh, but we've been uh, retired for a number of years now, and all the time we've been down in Hickory, which is 12 years now. How long did you teach high school math for? Uh, seven or eight years. Okay. I taught high school a long time, and that's probably more dangerous being a Navy pilot, isn't it? <laughs> no, it was fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Okay. Well, you got to go to the Masters, so we got we got to ask you questions. This was a bucket list thing, correct? Yes. Okay. And can you tell us a little bit about that bucket list and how long you've had it and where your bucket list, is this a golfing bucket list or just a general bucket list? This particular thing was a golfing bucket list, which started about the time Bob joined the Navy. And the first thing, the first bucket list golf course he checked off was St. Andrews in 1974. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a that, big bucket list. That's like your first mountain, it's Everest, and then, you know, you go downhill from there. Yeah, well, we were there because of some good friends that we'd known, met through the Navy a few years before, and he had gotten out. And the same friend did very well in business, wound up in Texas in the Houston area, and he was the reason that I had a chance to play Cypress Point out by Pebble Beach in California, which is where the good Lord plays golf. Oh, yeah. Is that it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. And then Nancy keeps surprising me. I had I had no clue she was uh, up of, of trying to get tickets to the Masters, just like she surprised me with tickets to uh, Pinehurst Number 2, uh, which is about three hours east of here in Pinehurst for my 70th birthday seven years ago. What a delight that was as well. So I and need that, to... was, that was right before the U.S. Open? Yeah, U.S. Open in 2014. Oh, boy. So we've had a joy. I've had a joy of playing a number of courses. Uh, those are the high, the highlights. Bandon Dunes in Oregon is the one that I keep mentioning as a possibility because we have relatives, or Nancy has relatives, in, in Portland. And okay. so that's a possibility. Okay. I, I very much enjoy looking at that in the golf magazines. So, Nancy, do you golf too? Only as penance. <laughs> oh, I like that answer. That's how you keep a happy marriage, I'll, I'll I think. Isn't it? Some years ago, why I'm so tired at the end of nine <laughs> holes of golf, I've hit the balls as many times as he does on 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, are you a good golfer, Bob? Oh, well, what does that mean? Um, scratch. I, I, no, I shoot in the 80s, I suppose. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the older you get, the the more four tees uh, you get. Yeah, so right. you have a, a green and regulation. Yeah. My dad taught me the game when I was in high school. And so I've, I've loved uh, the game. And, and, in fact, I was up at 6 o'clock this morning watching the British Open. So oh, nice. Nice. Kind of hooked. Yeah. Love the yeah. game. Yeah, I played, um, I played about once or twice a year with my uncle. And he's about 83. And I'm 60, and to speed up play, I'll play from the front tees with him. He can hit it as far as I can, so mm -hmm. kind of depressing. All right, well, let's talk about the Masters. It's in Augusta, Georgia. What what did you have to do? How did you get tickets, I guess? Yeah, because everybody wants tickets. You've been trying to get tickets forever. To I, get... I've got there before, but every year I'm in the pool trying to get them, and, you know. Yeah, well... Bob had spoken many times of wanting to go to the Masters. We did drive through Augusta one time when his brother was living there, and we drove past the golf course thinking that he was going to be able to see it, which, as you probably know, it was not possible. They have 
hedges very, very high around it. And unless you have permission to come on the course, you're not going to see anything. Right. And so um, I started working about three years ago thinking that the older we get, the less likely Bob would even enjoy being there. Right. And so I started working about three years ago talking to all kinds of friends and um, uh, relatives and just trying to see if anybody had access to these tickets. Okay. And about two weeks before we went, we got this phone call asking if I was still interested in tickets for the Masters, and I said, absolutely. So we made immediate plans to go, and then uh, about a week later, we got another call saying that there were two tickets available from a person who shall not be named. <laughs> that would be a very popular person. That would name. be, yeah. yeah. And they were for the two practice days, or the first two practice days, Monday and Tuesday, which turned out to be just absolutely lovely. The, the, the weather was superb. It was very relaxed. There were only about, I say only, 10,000 people on the course. It, it, it was easy to get around. There were hardly any lines. Yeah. So it was a real blessing. Yeah, that's what Kurt, when he went with his brother, he got to go to the practice rounds. I bet getting them for the actual day would be almost impossible. Well, I think you can get them. You know, it's all part of that, uh, that lottery. pool lottery that they have. But friends I've talked to before I went said, you know, it's funner at the practice round because the pros are more relaxed and will talk to people. I stood yep. like two feet away from Jason Day and, you know, it's, yeah, they're relaxed. It was, it was nice. But you don't get to play it, right? No. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I have a friend who's played it, but he is a senior designer for Jack Nicholas, and he says, yeah, my boss is a member. I said, like, Jack Nicholas. He said, yeah. I said, so like you work with Jack Nicholas, And he says, yeah, he's in the next office over. I'm like, <laughs> wow. So, Bob, just to go back, when you were at the, the old course, did you play or just walk around? Well, no, 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 we played. Oh, oh man. It was in June. Holes. No, make it 36 holes. Wow. 36. We, uh, this is 50 years ago, a lot younger, a lot stronger. We teed off at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And, and okay, 47 years ago. Um, we uh, teed off at four o'clock in the afternoon and walked 36 holes. It was kind of dark when we teed off on 18, Boy, the imagine. second, but it was a beautiful day. In other words, the wind wasn't blowing and it was a very cold. It's like today at the British Open. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. What, what a joy it was to play that course. Okay. Oh, I should, add, I should add my little part of the story. I happened to be pregnant with our third child at the time. Uh, about five months pregnant. I didn't want to go up for the whole round, but we were staying with our friends who the husband is the one that got Bob on Cypress Point. Cypress Point. Yeah, Cypress okay. Point. And then we also, Bob was playing golf with him at this point. Anyway, and so Bob went on up with Philip, the our friend, and then I went up in the chauffeur-driven Jaguar. Well, yeah. The company car. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. With our older two, and and um, when we got up to the golf course, I said I just wanted to walk around a couple of holes. And so the chauffeur babysat our older two while I walked around a couple of holes. And I decided to pick up a divot <laughs> that Bob had lifted out of the course. 
and I put it in a sandwich bag, and I brought it back to the U.S. Oh, oh cool. Technically, it was illegal. Yeah. But I put, it, I put it in the suitcase with our laundry, and when we got to the airport in the U.S., and the customs people were going to check our suitcases, the, uh, the fellow said that he would just check one suitcase and not worry about the rest of them, and he happened to open the one with the laundry. Oh, nice. I sort of held my breath, but of course it was laundry, and he didn't want to look at it very long because it was kind of stinky. Right, and right. So he said, well, that's enough of that, and he closed it, and we took that divot to Bob's father in Georgia, and he planted it in the yard, and it grew. Oh, nice. We had a little piece of St. Andrews in the backyard. Okay. That is such a cute story. In Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> An invasive species. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, um, the Masters. You you had tickets for two practice days. Which was it like Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or? Yeah, Monday and Tuesday. Okay, and who went with you? Did you go both days, or? Nancy and I went the first day, and then she graciously gave up her ticket the second day, and uh, my our, our son Mike drove down from Charlotte and and joined a little father son thing on the second day. Oh man! Nancy uh, went out on the sites, and and one thing she discovered, I'll go ahead and tell you a little heads up. Uh, if you want to buy a shirt at the Masters, you go to the Goodwill. They've got lots of Masters shirts there for more, no more than fifteen bucks, and those are eighty dollars a pop for the collared shirts. You know, in in the gift shop. Yeah. So, okay, okay, alert, alert. You yeah. go to Goodwill in Augusta, Georgia, for a Masters. You probably get it online too. Yeah, the anyway. rich guys give them away. So, did you spend some money at the souvenir shop? Because I know I did. I, I dropped some money there. Yeah, but um, we, uh, Nancy, got a deck of card, playing cards. We like to pick up playing cards uh, different places we go. And I'm looking at about a dozen of the beer cups and soda cups, the plastic ones with a Masters emblem on it, which I brought back, uh, you know, about 30, 35 of them to give to my <laughs> golfing buddies. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we have things. some of those, too. Uh, so we really didn't spend a, a whole bunch of money. I bought a hat, Masters cap, and donated that to our local uh, church tournament, you know, for the uh, raffle. Okay. And um, what else? Oh, I've got a coffee cup that I use right. often. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed, and you probably did too. The food was very cheap. Yeah. The beer was four bucks a glass, five if you got a craft, and you got to keep the glass. And, you know, yeah. they weren't glass, they were plastic. They're famous for their, uh, what, the pimento and cheese? And the moon pies. And moon pies. Pimento and cheese, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Nancy will affirm that we left when we left on Tuesday to come back. I had a cooler with me, and as soon as we uh, left the grounds with the twenty sandwiches and moon pies and other stuff, went into the cooler. And the next day in Hickory, North Carolina, at noon, I fed my golfing buddies oh, uh, lunch man. at the club: pimento cheese and egg salad. <laughs> I bet you were popular so that fun. day. Huh? That's a great story. A little soggy, but they were great. You know, they yeah. they <laughs> anyway. And the um, the tickets, what? How much did they cost you? Seventy seventy five each okay. for the practice room. Yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty cheap, you know. Oh, yeah. paid a lot more than that for a football ticket, you know. Yeah. yeah. Considering what what the tickets were for, I didn't. I had no problem with that. Yeah. And and it just wasn't crowded. Um, you could walk across very easily once you got the hang of it, you know, and talking to the marshals. And I enjoy talking to marshals. Yeah. Like, where are you from? How many years have you been coming here? You know, because each, each, each hole had guys on it, you know, and, and gals 
who've been coming a number of years from all over the country. You know, it was fascinating talking to some of those folks. Yeah, the guy I got my tickets from, he works on the 18th scoreboard. You know, they have those old-fashioned ones that they have to flip yeah. up numbers, and he's in yeah. the scoreboard, and he got it handed down from his father. He said in 1986, they, there was this tournament there, and it wasn't real popular, and his dad was a dentist in Augusta, and he volunteered, and he did it for years, and then he passed it on to his son because that's really about the only way you can get a job there. Once people have them, they, they don't want to give them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you um, stay in an Airbnb or a hotel? And, uh, you know, because that's you had to find some some housing. We just stayed in a, a motel nearby. Were they crowded? Were they tough to get reservations? No, no, it was fine. Okay. Surprisingly easy. But this was 30 minutes away from the course. Yeah, we didn't stay in Augusta. We stayed about half an hour away. Yeah, that's what my brother and I did, too. It was... Also, uh, you were asking about transportation. We just drove our car down there. Oh, okay. The parking lots, there were these very pleasant people directing us where to park, and that was very easy. That was one thing I also uh, was going to share, that there were people everywhere saying, so glad you're here. Anything we can do for you? You know, here's where you buy food. Here's the restrooms. Here's the 14th hall, whatever. Yeah. And they were extremely pleasant, very, very polite, and yeah. very nice. Almost over the top Southern hospitality, but genuinely so. Right. It was a delight. Um, hey, I was surprised at the parking, uh, pleasantly surprised. A number of years ago, the uh, course purchased a lot of property around the, the gates, the entrance gates, so they, they can accommodate up to 8,000 cars. It's all grassy area. It's been mowed and stuff, and uh, up to 8,000 cars. And so uh, uh, that was one nice thing you didn't have to worry about was how do we get on the course. So Did you have to pay for parking then, or did they just? No, it was free. That, yeah. is, that is nice because a lot of times you could go, like when you go to a, a pro game Football or something, game, yeah. and you could be 40 bucks for parking right. easily. Right. One thing Bob was impressed with also uh, it was so casual, you know, and the informal and the the golfers at one point, I don't remember which hole we were on. Of course, they were they were hitting two or three balls because they were this was practice round and they were just seeing how, you know, how the balls would roll once they land and things like that. And this one golfer, and I don't remember who it was, was literally kicking his ball down the fairway. So. <laughs> Hole 15, the par five with the pond in front of the green. You're sweating, you know, hitting it in the water. And so you're watching this pro, you know, now again, this is a practice round. Right. As Nancy said, kicking the ball down the fairway till he finally got to a spot he wanted to practice from. Oh. How often do you see that on television? Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't. So so give me your impressions of the, uh, you've been to a lot of nice courses. What was your impression of the overall course? Oh, gosh. Pristine. Yeah. You could find dirt if you really look for it. But, uh, <laughs> the grass. We, we both, Nancy and I both are looking at this. I said, are grass. you sure this is real grass? Yeah. You know, it, it's just amazing. And this this was, you know, like not even the fairways, which, of course, were amazing. And so it was just, and the flowers, the azaleas. Oh, just yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Just gorgeous. And they had, what other thing do we have? Uh, was it lilac trees or wisteria? Um, it was wisteria. Yeah. 
just gorgeous. You know, one, one thing that, uh, you know, you think uh, about watching in person some golfers who hit the ball a long way. What struck me in watching some of these guys, they'd hit a ball and then, okay, they'll hit the next shot 10 minutes later, it seems. They have so far to walk. Right. Yeah, they're not shot. riding carts. You're not riding carts and they're not walking just 120 yards, you know. Right. right. <laughs> so that's one thing that struck me. Yeah, the two things that really interested me, like one time I was walking with my brother, and you don't see trash anywhere, but I saw a pine cone one time, and I almost felt guilty, so I picked it up. <laughs> but um, the restrooms, it is the only place I've ever been to, and this was pre-COVID, it's the only place I've ever been to where there were lines in the guys' room and not the women's, because it's a bucket list for a lot of guys. But you yeah. go in there, and between every guy, some teenage kid cleans the urinal. And it was yeah. just—it was phenomenal. The, the, yeah. the service was just over the top. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I guess they can afford it there too. That's—that's that's why we're not members there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just absolutely gorgeous, and uh, of course we'd go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So did you um, did you see your favorite pro there or anything, or what was the highlight? The skipping the ball on number sixteen or anything? Yeah, that we did watch that. In fact. Um, at one point, apparently, this whole thing started with Vijay Singh, or, or he got a hold on one of us yeah. on it, and oh. he he had he had hit the ball across the pond on 16, and for whatever reason, it didn't go straight across. It sort of bounced a couple of times on the, on the water, and so now it's kind of a a tradition, I'll say. If you don't mind, if I could add, he deliberately skipped the ball off the water. Wow. Yeah. The pros will walk to the front of the tee where they're standing downhill a little bit, and and they will purposely hit a low shot, a skipper, and and uh, now this this was only on the practice days, of course. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> our observation: about a third of the balls would get up on the grass. It actually get across the you know successful, yeah. and then a cheer from the crowd, and that was the biggest cheer during the practice rounds. It was around sixteen when a pro skipped the ball onto the green. Yeah. I know when we were there, some of the caddies would even get up there. But these caddies, you know, they're probably scratch golfers, too. They, they're not yeah. hacks like me. So, you know, speaking well, of that's what happened when we were there. They when Vijay Singh got to the hole 16, they asked him to skip the ball and he said no. So they asked his caddy to do it. And I don't know if he did it or not. Yeah, he did. OK. Yeah. OK. I wonder why Vijay didn't. Something surprised me is not all the pros were out there during the practice rounds, you know, any one time. At least not that time when we were there. You, you know, they, they, did, they didn't have, you know, like a regular tea time like they do during the tournament where you knew in advance, which, right. you know, going off, front nine, back nine, and so on. It was kind of like really loosey-goosey. Now, what they did have, they'd have signs around the course, about six or seven different places, and the marshals have walkie-talkies. So you could walk over to specific, like, score um, it's not really a score, but, but, but a scoreboard with a pro's name, and it was tell you where he was, the front nine, back nine, practice range, whatever. Oh, you know, okay. obviously, a lot of them on the range, a lot of them on the putting greens. But I actually saw pros, they'd be playing a certain hole, and they said, they'd, oh, there's a buddy of mine over there. He would skip over to the two holes yeah. and join buddy and just keep practicing. Now, one thing my brother noticed was some of the older guys, like um... – VJ Singh and you know some of those guys would play their practice round by themselves but the young guys would go together and play yes. and they were playing for money I'm quite sure you know <laughs> they they were hitting multiple 
multiple balls, but I'm pretty yeah. sure they were playing for money. And then they get to a green and they have these little plastic things they throw out and do like fake holes, you know, and putt to them because they know approximately where the, the holes are going to be. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that during the practice rounds, the holes are not the same as they're going to be the day of the tournament? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. Yet the guys, historically, there are hole locations in general areas of the greens on certain days. Oh. And and the Masters kind of stays to that uh, form, you know, like on 18, you can pretty much that last, that, you know, the last day, that, that hole is down there, not near the front, but a third of the way back on the left-hand side. Yeah. And, and, and so on. We did watch also, specifically it was Vijay Singh, but there were other golfers who, um, after they played their practice round, they were over in the, well, the practice area or the yeah, driving practice range. Area driving driving range. range. Yeah, and and also on the putting green, and they were there with their coaches working on their skills. And we did see Deshambo almost drive a par four. Oh wow! That the uh, rest of the guys were hitting iron so they wouldn't fly it into the bunkers on the top of the hill. Yeah. So he's Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hits a big ball. You know, and I was looking at the course, and with my slice, it would be tough, and it's mm. very long. But, I mean, it wasn't impossible, you know. It's like any course. If you stay in the fairway, you're going to do all right. The greens well, the, the greens were the like green. putting on yeah. cement. Did, did you yeah. see your favorite golfers? I didn't see them all, but I enjoyed seeing uh, Jordan Spieth and, and – uh, Thomas, Jordan Thomas, I forgot. Um, they, they were playing together okay. and uh, cutting up. And uh, uh, Nancy wanted to see Rory and, and VJ. We saw them. Okay. Uh, DeChambeau. Yeah, and DeChambeau, we followed for a couple, of, a couple of holes. We had to be moving if you wanted to keep up with people. Oh, right. my gosh. We actually and, uh, have from our hometown a young golfer that's on the pro circuit, and he's doing really yeah, well. Yeah, Abraham Anser went to the same high school as our girls did. and I didn't know that. Yeah, he, yeah. he does pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. We also kind of followed John Rom because his caddy goes to the same church with our son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, here in Hickory. Yeah. Or or down, down near Charlotte. Something I was pleased to see were the number of concession stands. They only open those things up for the masters. Right. You know, they're not open for the for for the uh uh, members, they don't need to be open for the members. And no. big concession stands with all the sandwiches, moon pies, and all that stuff. I think I've read somewhere where they that course gets an average of maybe three or four foursomes played a day. I mean, they're those folks are rich. Wow. Yeah. Well, they also close it down for six months. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. So if you really want to play the course, you get yourself. You, you need to become a caddy because the caddies play on Monday. Yeah. Well, my, play. my buddy, because he volunteers there every year and has for years, they do have a day that the volunteers get to play. But, I remember being, yeah, the guy told me that. Yeah, yes. but he didn't go back for it. I mean, because he'd have to go all the way from Texas back. But I think once I would, if he would give me that ticket, I would I would be there. <laughs> okay, well, we're getting to the end oh, here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, oh, I oh, have oh. to tell you, Bob, I started golfing this year. Whoa. Yeah, well, I golfed in high school, and I was terrible. But I actually started this year, and – because we disc golf and we bike and, you know, I thought this is just something I could do in my retirement. And I'm going to learn to do this again. And I have the funniest story to tell you. I'll, I'll make it pretty short. But I was out the other day with Kurt and he told me, he goes, you're going to hit a tree. So I moved. And sure enough, I moved, 
but I didn't move enough, and I hit this tree, and I had a beautiful line drive. It hit the tree so hard, came back, hit me right in the stomach. It sounded like what? a bullet. Oh <laughs> That's hard to do. That's a precise shot. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so funny. We I were just laughing about died laughing. She was in pain. So oh. if this 35-year marriage goes to pieces, it's probably oh. because she got a set of well, golf clubs. I have a little um, – I had a little bruise that Kurt said. I could almost see the name of the golf ball yeah. on it. <laughs> we, have, we have to tell you happy anniversary on Monday. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we're pretty excited about yes. it. Okay, well, we, we get to – Hmm? We have an anniversary next week. Oh, right. happy awesome. anniversary to you. Yeah, congratulations. How many years? Ours is eight times seven. Oh, 56. All right. Oh, let me get my calculator I here. I knew that one. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, I wanna, I, I'd like to share with everybody that's listening uh, how much I appreciate uh, Nancy uh, making this happen. And uh, a truly a remarkable experience. You know, I'll never forget it. And um, thank you very much. Appreciate it, sweetheart. Yeah, good, job. good job, Nancy. I wonder what my wife's going to get me. I think 56 anniversaries diamonds. Is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I also want to thank that unknown person who was yeah. able to get the tickets for us. Must be a nice guy. I don't know. Okay, well, if you have a you betcha moment uh, about going to the Masters, what would it be? Say again. Well, we always end our interviews with a you betcha moment and a hell no moment. So you, you betcha, what was the best part of it, going to the Masters? Being able to experience that with Nancy. Okay. And then our son, Mike, the second day. Doing yeah, good video. answer. <laughs> you know? Oh, and unfortunately, we didn't know that first day that we could actually have cameras. Oh, yeah. And so we didn't have a camera. So the second day... We called our son, Mike, and we said, bring the camera, which he did. You can't have a cell phone. Right. You can't have a cell phone, but you can have a regular camera. Yeah. 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 My brother and I had to scrounge one of those up. Yeah. Yeah. And and one one final thought was now, every time we watch the Masters on TV, we we cannot tell people we've been there, but we can can know what the hole looks like. Yeah, I know. know, That was the whole thing. You know, just, just know the contours and... And and uh, how severe, you know, the, the turn is to the left, like on 13, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah. That's, that's what Bob knows. I don't remember that part. <laughs> okay, how about your hell no? Was, what was what was the worst part of it? If there was if one. If there was one. We, there wasn't one. Yeah, we couldn't go a third day. Okay, okay that's a good hell no, yeah. <laughs> that or, is a yeah, good hell that no. Would be... Yeah. Well, we want to yeah. thank you for sharing your experience with us. I know uh, when I went to the Masters, I loved it. I'm I'm excited to talk to somebody else who's been there because it's a very small club i wanted him to golf at the old course but he he i don't know that's still on on the list i think he needs to do that i don't know i got to walk it i'm good (laughs) you you come you come down here to north carolina and we've got some fascinating golf courses here we could do pinehurst if you'd like there's one called check it out tobacco road wow amazing amazing golf. it's like the british open uh is, is on steroids right. it's it's yeah tobacco road but you come on down here you two and and we'll go for the golf that sounds good all right well we want to thank y'all for joining us thank you bye-bye thank bye-bye. you so much bye bye well that was a that was a cool talk yeah the masters how cool is that to achieve your bucket list thing 
at age 77 or whatever. Oh, I know. Married 56 years. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And yeah. still getting out there and doing it. Yeah. I love I, it. I loved how, how he ended up, you know, talking about telling Nancy that he and thanked thanking her. her. I yeah. know. We've always said that it was a really important part of our marriage is thanking each other for things. You're welcome, sweetheart. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, but oh, that was a, I liked that one. That, that was, was fun. One. Okay, well, that makes it another one. I know, I know. A bucket list item. Hey, but I, I've done that one. You want to go now. I think I do, but I was just going to tell you, I checked the numbers. We're at over 8,000 downloads. Wow. For one episode? No, for the year. But hey, that's pretty good. Our sponsors will just be throwing they money will, at us. They will, right? Okay. Uh, we want to thank you all for joining us. We do appreciate you getting our name out there, Adventure Retired. And telling we, people about us. And we'd love to interview anybody that you think would be great guests on Adventure Retired. We're always looking for people, but we want to thank you guys. We have some loyal listeners out there, and we're always willing to grow. Yeah, we actually have people out there scouting for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, trying to find us that's exciting right, people. That's right. Yeah. But thank you for joining us. You can reach us at adventureretired.com and subscribe there. Or you can uh, email us direct at adventureretired at gmail.com. Don't forget, we have a Facebook page. That's right, we're on Facebook. And I, I put a lot of articles on there about investing and stuff like that because that's always been a passion of mine. And a good retirement's not going to happen unless you've been investing well or have a great pension or something like that. Right, right. Every little bit counts. Yeah. But thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. I love you, Cindy. And that's the kids love you.